I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Hello, Stephanie. Hey, hey, hey. It is Ty, his child all the while. You are now listening in to Inside Beauty Inspires, when we motivate, encourage, and inspire through biblical principles. Man, oh man, listen, faith over everything. You know, that's been our topic of discussion for some while, some time now, because, you know, it's all about faith. Today, we're going to be talking about the life of Joseph, Ty. Do you remember we talking uh, us talking about Joseph before? Yes. Um... But Joseph got done dirty by, you know, the very people who were supposed to love and protect him and teach him. And, and, you know, in that vein, you know, he felt comfortable sharing a dream that he had. And uh, you would have thought, listen, you would have thought that just by him, all he did was share a dream. And, you know, when I looked it up in um, Genesis, it's Genesis 37, but I was reading it earlier. Right. And I was like, okay. They really did set him up. Like, they really did not like the fact that he had this dream. And he's just being himself. Hey, I seen the shit with the uh, grain. It was like the grain go up. You know, you guys were bowing down to me. You know, like what? It, even the father it, rebuked him. It started him. before then, though. Um, they hated him just because of how his father loved Favored him. Favored him, yep. Um, you know, and, and it would just like be little things that would help increase that. And then it kind of culminated in him sharing the dream. Like, wait, wait, wait a minute, we're going to bow down to you? Are, are we going to serve you? Yeah. That- and they're like, nah, can't do that. Listen, and then he told them about the numbers. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. And it's so crazy because of the plot. Like, you know, jealousy is a real thing, right? You know, we know jealousy and envy is a real thing. And in the siblings, you know, it's my kids always ask me all the time, and I, I, I they do. Which they one's the favorite? The favorite. And man, oh, I'd be like, Lord. I don't got no favorites. I love all of y'all to say. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, because you don't ever, I don't. You know, nobody wants to make their children feel like they're not just as good as the next one or anything like that. But this was a special child. This child had a gift. This child was something else, and I, the father had to see that in him for him to groom him and treat him the way that he was treating him. And then he gave him that coat, girl. That coat. That's the did it. Out there stunting with the coat, and then <laughs> you know that I, it, it was just like I said, just little things that you know kept happening and it just was feeding that little green eyed monster inside of them and then when it when he told them about the dream and and they got to thinking that they were gonna have to bow to them then it was like you know no they have to go life is like that not even just with siblings but just life in general so we know that we have a real enemy whose job is to kill steal and destroy and how many of us know that every single time we try to walk the path of righteousness, Girl, he's coming it. out of left field because he's already stalking you. He's already waiting for the right moment. And he is envious. He's always been envious of God. That's how he ended up getting cast out of heaven because he started wanting to have that same revelry when people, when the angels came upon him as it was, you know, when they came upon God, but there's only one. There's only one. God. And so when Satan got cast down, you know, his whole thing is he doesn't want anyone to worship God. He wants to fool us into worshiping him. So when we start to walk the path of righteousness, when we start to eat the squirrel, when we start to try to be more like our daddy. Yeah. Here he comes because he's angry about that. Now, as long as you're out here, you know, doing what you want to do. You know, you ain't really um, doing anything that has to do with the heavenly realm. You know, you're just in the flesh 
oh yeah, he, he gonna let you know. That's he ain't fine. You at, he already got you. Huh? Yeah. How about that? He already. Got you, you're not threatening. You're not to a threat, him Yeah. In any way. But be out here and decide that you're doing something for the kingdom and watch how he comes to try to devour you. And that's where we want to come from on today. What to do when the unexpected happens? Man, listen, things happen all the time. And I think that sometimes it's a way of God getting our attention and bringing us back to, Mm -hmm. you know, the reality of what it's really about. And, you know, when that happens, we start to question everything around us, Ty. I mean, I know I do. I start to question, you know, what, what part did I play? What did I do? God, have you forgotten about me? But what we have to do is stay in the word. And a lot of people aren't in their word. A lot of people are perishing for lack of knowledge. But when you're in your word, we have to apply it, you know. It's one thing to say, I love God, but it's another thing to actually act that love out. And, you know, when I'm it just and love is an action word. It is an action word, you know, and even within the saying that, you know, like um, for the month of April, I've been focused on love and love. Well, we've been focused on love for a long time here. Mm-hmm. Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. As you love yourself. yourself. Yeah. And so but you got to love yourself first. You got to love yourself first. you don't first. love yourself. How are you going to love somebody you else? You can't love nobody else if you don't love yourself. That's you're not true. giving your best to yourself. So you're not. And then, listen, you can love people the way that you love yourself. That's usually how they do. Well, that's how we get to the hurt people <laughs> that hurt people. Yes, yes. Because, you know, you're loving according to how you are feeling. But when we are full of the love of God, then we're able to love people out of that overflow. Absolutely. You know, because. There's not a deficiency there. Mm-hmm. You know, all of my cups are full. And because they're overflowing, I'm able to pour that out. You know, people I'm meeting in the street, you know, I'm able to speak. Yes. You know, are you, you know, um, you're able to hear and God will tell you, you know, to go and approach a person. Yes. And that was all the difference in that person's world. Number one, because you chose to be obedient. Yes. But really, number one, because you have a heart for God and it's yes. full of love that overflows within you. And then you're able to navigate life by pouring into other people. And that's where I'm trying to get. You know, um, I think so many times, like we deal with people according to how full or empty our cup is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but like God and His word, we need to be the same yesterday today and tomorrow not the same as in being stagnant right and not showing growth but being consistent yes in who you're presenting to the world as an ambassador of the kingdom well it matters it matters because our walk matters you know we are the representative of the kingdom of god and when we do go to those do those um times uh, difficult times in life it's almost like we people start watching they want to see how we're going to react mm-hmm. how are we going to how are mm-hmm. you going to deal with this you know just like in this case of joseph you know the brothers threw him in the dish and i don't really think that they said anything else later about him i think they just left him in there and they oh threw, they did. yeah they threw him in the cistern first um well first they wanted to kill him yeah yeah but then one of them one of them yeah, yeah he yeah. was <laughs> like well you know why would we want to have our brother's blood on our hands yeah So then they decide, you know, they were going to throw him in the cistern. Then they decided, you know, when they saw the Ishmaelites coming through, that they would sell him to the Ishmaelites. Yep. And then they took that beautiful road. Now, y'all, this (laughs) is the part for me, okay? This is the part for me. People are crazy. They took the road. No, they slaughtered a, what did they slaughter? A goat. And used that blood of the goat. (sighs) To soil the garment and brought it back to their father. And is this the coat of your son? 
and what they weren't ready for. I think a lot of times, you know, the enemy or sometimes people feel like when they get you out of the way, it's going to be their turn to shine. <laughs> but that didn't happen that no. way. He said that he would continue to mourn. He did. Until the time that he was reunited with his son. That. <laughs> How would that that make somebody feel? Yeah, you did all that. All of that, and you still didn't get what you thought you were going Mm -hmm. to get. You know, so then, okay, let's just take it back to Joseph, because we got Joseph here that's been sold out by his brothers. The ones that he loves, you know, he's probably looking at this situation like, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. All I did was share a dream. That's another thing, you know, be careful. Cautious to who you share your dreams with because hey, everybody's not rooting for you. Everybody's Absolutely. not saying, hey, go for it. They're trying to throw a little stumbling block out there. Knowledge is power and it goes both ways. You know, you already know I'm, I'm a very private person and that's that's on purpose. Um, just because I know, you know, everybody is not for me. And, you know, yes, I am the light. Yes, I'm an ambassador of the kingdom. But what does that mean? There's a target on my back. Yeah. And just how we are soldiers in his army. The enemy has vessels too. And there are so many people that are oh so willing Come on to now. be that vessel. So no, you know, you can't know. No, it's a no for, it's, it's a no for me. It's a no for me. But it's even even in that case of things, you know, what what happens in the matter in the case of somebody like Joseph or somebody like me? Like I've been through a lot of things in my life that um have made me who I am and you know, you still have to trust God in his promise and his plan. He told uh, Joseph who he was. He even showed him a dream of it, but his world did not (laughs) look like what he said at all. Faith is what? It's the hope in things unseen. If we're going by what we see in in front of our faces with our fleshly eyes, we're going to always fall because then we're going to start to give into fear and despair and worrying about things that we really shouldn't be worrying about because we already know what the word says. The word stands right and stands true. No weapon formed against me will prosper. None. The Lord is with me. Thy rod and thy staff, Mm. they comfort me. Yes, yes. I will be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer with thanksgiving, I will petition God and he will grant me peace. You know, these are things that we have to learn. These are things that we have to know, like you said, so that we can be ready to apply. Mm -hmm. And I think we touched on this a little bit last week. It's just so many of us that don't have it in there to the point that, you know, when that gut punch comes, instead of you just crumbling you're able to just flip that thing and be like, all right, God, you know, but your words say mm-hmm. um, one of the sisters of ISI was sharing a story the other day. And I was just like, see, that's what I'm talking about right there. Being bolt mm-hmm. about who we are and who we serve yes. and knowing that he is all powerful. So, you know, she's on her job and, you know, we go through things on there Man. because again, there's light and there's darkness. And, um, you know, she was just trying to do the best thing for her. You know, she sees sees that lots of things are happening in the department. You know, it looks like it's kind of like folding. You know, it had been said that, you know, you might want to go look for, you know, a job at another department. So, you know, she does that and she gets it. Now, everybody was all encouraging up until that point. But then when she got it, what started? Man, listen. Joseph Brothers started coming. Oh, hating got, on the code. We got to try to, we got to try to deter someone. We, Some throw, kind throw of way. So now all of a sudden you moving the target. Well, you know, I, I don't know. You got, you got to be careful because I know, you know, you, you got your heart set. Well, first of all, it's supposed to be the 14th. So they switched it first. You're supposed to be able to transfer on the 14th. Now it's the 28th. Then they're saying, well, you know, you might not make it to the 28th. Mm-hmm. Just you trying know, to, um, trying to scare. Cause, cause, cause you know, um, you've only made X, Y, Z. You made a hundred calls. It's, it's two o'clock now. 
and you have to have 150 in a day. They pull her early in the afternoon. You've only made 100 calls. Okay. Yeah, and she like, I got uh, three hours to make 50 more. Come on, what y'all? Okay, you know, but I'm just trying to tell you, you know, because, you know, I, I, I'd hate for you to, you know, girl. not be here on the 28th. But here's the thing. My girl said, Speak you know, Kendra. <laughs> shout out to Kendra. And <laughs> it is not about you or what you say or what you trying to do because God is my provider. So whether I stay here or whether I go, I'm still provided for hallelujah when i tell you that right there and that's how we have to be able to do it right there in his face boom bam bold because you can give me whatever fact that you feel like that you have on deck but i'm going to speak the truth to that fact god is my provider he is my help in the time of trouble yes he came so that I may have life and have it more abundantly. He will bless me exceedingly and abundantly above all that I could ask for, think, or imagine. Now go run and tell that. And that's the part right there. And you, when you believe it, Ty, he'll show up and show all the way out. Things above what you even thought that he could do, he'll do exceedingly, you know, beyond it. We haven't even seen it. We haven't even thought it. You know, that's what his word says. So look, so we're talking about Joseph and one of the next things that I've noticed about Joseph is the next thing, he's he's in Potiphar's house, okay? He's in Potiphar's house and he's a nice looking man. He's handsome. He has a nice bill, you know, you know, we, we see y'all out there, okay? So, you know, Potiphar's wife has taken a liking to him. He's like, No, get away from me. <laughs> I won't do it. No. But guess what? Potiphar's wife wasn't here. She, she wasn't having none of that. She was, she was very persistent, and he still ran. The second time it happened, he t- she, I believe she took his cloak and lied on him. She done told a whole lie on Joseph and said Joseph tried to have relations with her. Is that not crazy? Now, now for me, I would be like, God, what did I do? I mean, what did I do? I done been thrown in. I done been sold into slavery. I'm over here doing my job. Now this woman won't leave me alone. Now I'm back where I started from. And it's not none of my fault at all. I did nothing to be here. What are you going to do? God always have a ram in the bush. He always have a ram in the bush. The two men that were down there with him needed their dreams interpreted. Guess who was able to interpret those dreams? He was Joseph. But y'all, y'all never guess what happens after that. Joseph interprets the dream. The man tells him, hey, I won't forget. He says, listen, don't forget about me. Speak good of me, man. Listen, he forgot all about him. He left him in there. And the one thing that I think about when when, when you when you're talking about that, you cannot depend on the favor of man. You can't. You depend on the favor of man. It's going to fail you every time. We have to look to the hills. That's where the strength comes from. We have to keep our minds and our eyes focused on what is above, not what's in front of you, not the circumstance, but what is above. And I think that really, so, so, cause I, cause I feel that same way. I'm, I'm always like, why me? Why is this happening to me? Like, you know, I wasn't bothering nobody. I'm over here, you know, doing my own thing. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to grow and glow. Like, why is this happening to me? But I read something um, the other day and it says, does the clay ask the potter what it's creating? Come on, man. Hey, I, you know, that one rings very well to me. You know, my eyes get 
Sir, <laughs> say what? <laughs> what you say, Daddy? <laughs> Listen, the first time I saw that, Daddy was speaking real hard. He mm-hmm. he really was speaking to me because I just prayed. So when you said you saw how I stood up and looked at you like, huh? <laughs> but can we do? We can't. We can't tell him what he's. He's God. He knows what we need. We don't know what we need. Mm-hmm. And he is creating situations that are preparing you for what he has. In store for you because we all have a purpose. Yes. Now, whether or not, you know, we get to fulfill it largely is up to us because he isn't going to go against our own will for ourselves. That's why it's so important to stay in alignment. That's why it's so important to seek his face. That's why it's so important to commune with and have a relationship with him so that you can check in. All right. So I'm thinking I want to, you know, go this way. Is that the way that you would have me to go? Mm-mm. In most cases, it's not. You know, like mm-hmm. when you get into the word, you you realize that it really isn't. But still, he was second in command in Pharaoh's army, right? When mm-hmm. he came up out of the um, dish. So he still ended up fulfilling the promise that God had gave him at the end of the day. But not before the, you know, his brothers had to see him. His brothers had to see him. Mm-hmm. Y'all won't see me. Let me tell y'all something. God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. And, and the enemy, your hey, and they'll be looking crazy. They'll be looking, because I mean, these are the same brothers that threw them in the ditch. Yeah. Now they got, now they need food. Now they, you know, they need, they, they need food. So they're going to a whole nother place, not thinking that their brother going to be the one that's going to have to give them this food. It's always, that's why you have to, to watch when you're navigating this journey can't be burning bridges because you don't never know when you're going to have to go back across them and that illustrated it right then you know i told you you know i always start thinking like that mike jones back then they didn't want me now Now they all on me and and, and that is how it is mugs will send you out there to the wolves watch you suffer rejoice in the fact that it's happening but then when God sets you in that prepared place, girl, I always liked you. You know, I always knew you was God. Girl, you know, it, it happened every single time. Every single time. Every single time. Because they don't see your worth. They don't see. See, like, for when I think about Joseph, I think about someone that was probably meek, didn't do a lot, you know, just stayed out the way, but just was favored. And couldn't help that he was favored. That was just the, his identity. He couldn't do anything about that. But he was jealous and he was envied because of that very thing. Do bad things happen to good people? All All the the time. time. All the time. All the time. And what an amazing turn of events for him because not only did he make it out of that prison, not only did he have his life redeemed, his brothers had to see him. He had to serve them. And he could have gotten revenge. He could have really, you know, showed up with an attitude. Nah, I don't know what you're going to do. But is that guy's heart? No, that's not what he no. called us to be. You know, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. That's what he says. If they're thirsty, give them drink. That's what he says. You know, he is going to handle um, the vengeance. That's his. And, you know, I had to, I was able to say that just now because I was reading um, an article on yesterday. So you remember we um, talked about Shanquella um, Robinson um, some shows ago, the young lady who got murdered by her quote unquote friends. Mm-hmm. Um over in Mexico, well, um, the U.S. has decided that they are not going to pursue charges. What? Um, you know, so essentially, these people have gotten away with murder because you know Mexico don't care. They, I mean, it's it's it, that's American crime, American on American. They, they're not concerned. They already oh, got wow. paid off. Wow. You know, before the FBI um, 
even got involved in it. But saying all that to say, I, I my heart was so heavy because I've been so patient. Mm. I just been sitting in the wings waiting. I know you got it, Daddy. I know you got it, God. I ain't even worried about it because you're gonna show them. You you gonna let them know. And then I was like, Oh my goodness! Like as her mother, father, sister. You know, the first thought process is, no, I'm going to have to handle that. Spin the block. Right. We're going to spin the block. But that is not what the word would call for us to do in the situation. That's the thing. We just have to decide whether or not we're going to be obedient to what we're called to. God said obedience is better than sacrifice. It is. But the hardest thing to do is be obedient when it's not towards something that you want to do all right that doesn't feel good in that moment but who knows best well god knows best and you know something you said i got a revelation you know when we go through these things you know god breaks us down to build us up Mm -hmm. we don't never know what it is that he's building us up to do we don't never know what he's taking us and it's uncomfortable because it's changed yeah it's changed But anytime that he's breaking you to rebuild you, you come out better than you were before. And and it's going to depend on the type of attitude that you have. So it's like, I can be obedient in this. I can do this uh, screaming or I can do this willingly. Mm -hmm. Either way, you're going to do it because it's the call. And at the end of the day, that's what matters above all things. You know, we were in Luke earlier and um, I was just reading how... There were three, there was an example, he, this, um, you know, the, the guy gave an example of, of, of what your neighbor was. You know, we were always talking about love your neighbor as you love yourself. He gave an example, three different examples, and one was a priest, one was like an arm barrier, and one was just a, a regular man. And, and the guy that they saw walk past, he had been robbed, you know, beaten, left for dead. The priest and the arm barrier walked past him. The man that was a quote unquote nobody went, the Samaritan went to see about him. Then he, um, Jesus asked, he's like, which one of these um, would be displaying this man as a neighbor? He said, the guy that gave him mercy. He couldn't even say Samaritan. It was the guy that showed him mercy. He said, well, you go do likewise. The, the problem is that when we see things and we see people that are going through, we typically like to turn our head and look the other way. Right. But our father tells us not to look the other way. You be the change that you want to see. You go up and you help. You do your part. If at the end of the day, that's what it's about, then that's what he requires of us. It's not because we want to do it. It's because he requires it. It's a part of knowing him because if God is love and love is patient, love is kind, these are his characteristics. Mm -hmm. We're trying to be more like him. You know, even getting our word, you know, and that's why I always push, please open your Bible, read the word, because when you get into your word, man, listen, you're, it, it makes everything so much better. And then when he brings you out, you bring he brings you out brand new. Look, this was a whole new beginning for Joseph. He came out not only second command, but it didn't look that way in the beginning. It just didn't. Nobody could have said that. You know, and I've heard people say this too, Ty. Like, you, I wouldn't, you, if you would have asked me this uh, five years ago, I would have never saw myself in this place. We don't know the future, but he does. And that's the point. Are you patient in the threshing? That's it. 
um, you know, you can't grow weary in well-doing. And, and, you know, it's easier said than done, even in the season that, you know, I'm going through right now. You know, I'm having to walk all of these things that I'm saying. This isn't, isn't something that I'm just saying. That's you know, right. I'm talking about it, but I have to live this. Yes. Day in and day out because I know the God that I serve. And I know that he is always with me. That is what his word says. So I'm going to read because we were just talking about um, holding grudges and, and you know, um, well, not supposedly holding grudges and making sure that you know if our enemies are hungry if they're thirsty that we are called to act like jesus would have acted thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself wow i am lord that's leviticus 19 and 18 i pray for god to fill you with feelings of peace and love wow peace and love how can there be peace in the middle of a perfect storm Mm, the plug when your mind is stayed on him those whose minds are stayed on him he will keep in perfect peace yes he will he will he will that was such a beautiful word because to me that's what it's about and if we do that and if we if we really do that that's why I wanted to touch on Luke 8. I mean, not Luke 8, Luke 10, because that's the thing that's needed, y'all. He said, you know, it was a question asked, how do you you make it into heaven? Like, what's the eternal life? Like, how do we do this? He says, love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, everything, every every bit of you, and love your neighbor. Now, if those are the two commands, that's what we have to show. That's how we have to show up doing it. And you're right, Ty, listen, I commend you because you are. You're having to walk this thing out. You're having to stand up in the middle of a storm and say, okay, God, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Show me. Show me. You got to show me. In this case, you that's me, Jeremiah 33, all day. Daddy, you going to have to talk to me and show me what it is that you're trying to show me or give me some instructions because I can't do this by myself. And that's why that grace is there. It's sufficient mm-hmm. for the race. He knows what we're going through, Ty. He knows. Luke 11, verse 9 says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Mm. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Verse 10, for everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Yes, I love it. And that's that. in red, too. Listen, that's I in love, red. I those love, the red words. Listen, so I love the red words. No. <laughs> They're my favorite words. <laughs> that's real. You know, that, yes. that's just the truth and, and nothing but the truth, and nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop his word. And that's the thing. There are facts of life. That used to be a TV show. Um, but they are facts of life and, and we're going to have to go through them and experience them every single day. But no matter what the facts of the circumstances are, there is only one truth. Yes. He is the truth, the way and the life. And so you have to eat the scroll. You have to learn his word, hide it in your heart. You have to trust him above all else. Well, you know, I'm telling you, your life will change drastically once you start putting God first, when you start eating a scroll. And and that's just it. And that's just all because guess what? These words that are in this Bible, that's what truly matters. I ask God to remind you guys that he will never leave you. He loves you so much that he won't let anything separate you from his love. Is there anything impossible for God? Not anything at all, Ty. Peace. I'm coming in hot. Coming in.